0: Welcome back to Match Volume. I'm your host, Natalie.
1: And I'm your host, Jeremy. For today's interview, contributor Stephen Vargas spoke with Suchi Brantman and Terry Sakamoto. Suchi is the artistic director of Dancing Through the Prison Walls project. Terry is a part of the project and has written several dances for them.
0: Since the pandemic started, prisons have been super restrictive. They haven't accepted visitors and prisoners are pretty much in their cell 24 hours a day.
1: I mean, that sounds really difficult to just be in your cell, not being able to do a lot of stuff. That sounds really hard.
0: It is. And so that's why the dance program was super important. It allowed them to kind of express themselves through dance, through writing dance. um, And they were able to continue their work by having participants actually write those dances in their bunks. Oh,
1: man, that sounds like really, in a sense, like liberating to be able to just like productively engage in like this creative process.
0: I 100 percent agree. And let's get into it. Here's Here's Suchi and and Terry. Terry.
2: I'm a choreographer, as you said, and for the past five years I've been, um, unbeknownst to the prison system, a, a choreographic resident, doing a choreographic residency at the CRC prison, which is a medium security men's prison in Norco, California. And uh, the project that we're working on right now, if, to beat you to the punch is uh, <laughs> is um, called undanced dances through prison walls during a pandemic mm-hmm. and it is a it's a project that started actually when we could no longer come inside the prison uh, because of the pandemic the prison went into quarantine and lockdown, down and uh, terry will speak to that i'm sure but um we decided we would not Uh, stop the work we were doing. So we sent in prompts and ideas um, for readings and, and ways of continuing our conversation, our dancing conversation. And we invited folks uh, who we were working with to, to actually write dances, something we hadn't been doing. (laughs) Uh, None of us had any idea what that meant. But it was something that we could do, we could correspond through these dances. And um, I was so fortunate to be the recipient of these beautiful, beautiful visions that people had um, from inside prison um, where folks were confined basically to their uh, to their bunks. Am I right? Am, is that right, Terry? Yes,
3: you are. The bunks.
2: The, the bunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, because all, all movement had stopped as well. Uh, kind of like out here. Uh-huh. so yeah all movement stopped and it was bunk status all the time if it wasn't to the restroom to use the restroom or to shower uh, or to chow then it was uh, it was locked down <laughs> wow. so yeah it was it was something else mm. so
2: yeah and you were so where did you write these I know you, you wrote some beautiful dances that you sent out to us and I'm wondering where you wrote them from where were you
3: Okay. well i was sitting on my bunk and that's where i because we were confined to our bunks in a way right so they're kind of six man uh rooms that were converted into bunk beds so there that's considered a cell so to speak with no doors and obviously it's a small area and our bed areas our are living areas are our home so to speak you right. know while we stay there not our home but where we stay there and, That's where i did it so in a way it was a it was a joy to receive my homework because i wanted a good grade (laughs) (laughs) and uh i took it to heart so there's a lot of great things that you actually had sent in for us to study learn and uh, focus and an escape so in a way writing was an escape so it was was really really nice Mm -hmm. and so i enjoyed it so in a way i was looking for a good grade I wanted to pass your class, (laughs) right? This was a college class, yeah. (laughs) Through through where I teach,
4: yeah. Um, And I know that um, just because I've seen like some of the stuff that uh, is part of Undanced Dances, uh, you were providing prompts and things like that. Can you tell us a little bit about like what those prompts were and um, how they were received?
2: What I sent in were readings, Mm -hmm. perhaps, and um, and then an invitation or a prompt an idea for perhaps how you might think of a dance creating a dance um mm-hmm. i know that one of them was this an article by the author eli claire do you remember that one I, it, he 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 is a, as he calls himself a crip a crippled disabled he calls himself a crip Uh a different definition of Crip. I don't know if you remember this one, but he he, and his friend says, let's go climb a mountain together. You can do it. You know, you're capable. And he gets, he gets halfway up the mountain. He's like falling apart and saying, why is my goal to do what this person who has a different body than me can do? Why is it, what is my goal? What's my idea? Mm -hmm. Uh, What am I thinking? Why do I have to be the same as what? What is that about? Uh, It's a kind of a beautiful idea about how we redefine who we are and where we're going and all that stuff. And Terry wrote a really beautiful piece, which may have been prompted by that, but it was the one about the balloons. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you feel like talking about that, (laughs) or maybe you don't. We we were just talking about it in a rehearsal.
3: So I wrote that story in a way because you kind of integrated it. You wanted us to keep it as a dance, so I'm like, okay. So I took pieces of true life story of myself, which was actually in 1993. I was actually validated uh, behind one of the organizations in CDCR uh, correction. So at those times, you were when you were validated as a member, you uh, were sent to the shoe, an indeterminate shoe. So. this enclosed, meaning-wise, you would never get out of the hole unless you were paroled, died, or you debriefed. So as a young kid at 23 years old, we're mandatory to go out to the yard. So in Pelican Bay, they have this yard that's by, I think, 14 by 23, maybe? I can't remember the specifics of the, the measurements, but it's a small yard Encased uh, case ceilings, all, uh, concrete ceilings all the way up with uh, cameras. Uh, focus down at you. You can never get direct sunlight. That's one thing about Pelican Bay, direct sunlight. So we, um, so I envisioned at these times that, so I mixed that with a little bit of the theater. I felt that every time I would go out to the yard and work out, it was beginning of a starting of of a workout. But in the case that it was mandatory that we had to do this behind the organization, mandatory, mandated us not the prison itself, but the, the organization, <clears throat> We, uh, I kind of inter- integrated it with like, I, I set myself free going out and I uh, envisioned myself walking into a theater with mm-hmm. the acoustics really nice and all the seats filled with balloons that were empty. And then by me beginning my workout, is that they would start beginning to fill up and obviously taking this time out working out and 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 hearing the bones move and just ache and creak and not wanting to and then it just kind of gets in the rhythm of wanting to like hey all right let's go Mm -hmm. you know it's like going to the gym at the beginning you really don't want to it's like all right let's go anyways let's do this and then once you get started you're like all right let's go we're here Mm -hmm. so uh I think it went on that and then I ended up uh obviously it's in a prison base, so by my escape in the moment of dancing, and but my dancing was more working out, doing burpees mm-hmm. and, and calisthenics, um, boxing, you know, just different things to get the heart pumping, uh, cardio, and uh, then when the time ran out, it was kind of like saying, okay, at the same time, I'm still locked up, but uh, there was a point where the balloons filled up and they were released into the air. So Mm -hmm. although my chains were still locked up in my head, I felt that I was escaped. So I escaped in that moment. So that was kind of a little bit how it was beautiful. And I'm I'm able to now with that writing at the time, I didn't think nothing of it. It was just kind of my escape to be able to write this story, kind of mixing two different times together. Mm -hmm. But but what my new great friend bernard brown amazing dancer amazing professor this guy is awesome love him and uh i'm learning from him so you know i love you guys you guys are awesome you guys bring me in it's like okay hey this is what you're doing i'm like okay like all right uh, use me as a tool and i'll do anything he doesn't even i just feel honored and embraced and uh all the love by you guys you guys are amazing amazing people so i i see joy i see when i come out here even even meeting you steven it's like saying damn man you're our future you guys are our future i love you guys and mm-hmm. all the amazing work that you guys are all doing and giving back so it's like i feel the love from you guys but i'm almost like no it's not me it's you guys like you guys are the awesome ones so yeah so uh i'm glad i'm glad to be a part of it mm-hmm. for the 13th as well and uh and how you guys integrated my oh yeah yeah the writings into it so that was kind of our honor that was that was the that was a a little bit about what what i wrote about and that's where i got it from that was the idea that i got it from
4: and what was it like being able to see bernard take your writing and wow make something out of it
3: chills yeah yeah give me total chills and to work with them and learn and see them so when i i kind of like almost fell out a couple of weeks before the first vision one happened over zoom right And Uh uh, I was invited, and I was just amazed to think, those are my writings. Like, whoa, like, went from, like, a prison cell to, like, real life art dancing. So life imitating art, art life, like, so I was just honored to think, like, wow, like, these these people took the time to take my writing and, like, integrate it into film, so I was just blown back. I was speechless. So
2: That was our first, you know, we, we had hoped that, I mean, the idea was that we would have these, that we had these dances that we wanted to embody them. We wanted to amplify them on the outside. Mm-hmm. And in that, and, and so I kind of was figuring um, folks who had come inside the prison with me over the f- past years, I've invited artists to come in. And so I, I asked. So they, those people felt like some kind of a bridge too, um, like they had been in the gym where we had been dancing in the in the in the prison gym. So they had a feeling for what this was. So they all were like, "Yeah, give us give us a dance. Let's work together on embodying a dance." And mm-hmm. then, unfortunately, and the dances were narrated by and continued to be narrated by a whole different cast, continually growing. But Folks who had all who I'd met inside the prison mm-hmm. inside prisons uh, inside the women's prison too, um, mm-hmm. but who were all out now, so it was a beautiful thing, but in the spring or last winter, we were hoping to find a way to do it live, yeah. but of course, COVID prevented all that, so we're like, okay, then we'll, then we have to just make it into a film, which is what we did yeah. um, and that was a beautiful project yes. and yeah one, one of the, one of the days when we did the film in April. Terry had just gotten out and he shows up at the film and oh. it was so magical. Oh my Terry god. Terry was there and he shows up and his wife showed up from Mexico. She was she was in there, um, in the Zoom room. Yes. And one of the dances that Terry wrote is about her journey to visit him inside, coming from Mexico every month to visit mm-hmm. him at the prison. And there and we embodied that. Irvin Gonzalez embodies it. Yes. And um, you probably know Irvin, and he um, he embodies this dance. And but there was your wife.
3: Yes, she and was. And she
2: wrote into the into the chat and the, the Zoom chat. She said, "Thank you. That was my story." Yes. In Spanish, I think she wrote it. But yes. it was just so beautiful the way the work continues to resonate. And fortunately, we're able to do it live um, in person. Mm-hmm. We'll do it outdoors in sites specific to the community where we are. Right. And yeah
4: cool. And I remember seeing the the Zoom version, and after seeing it chills, chills as well. It was incredible. So I can only imagine what it's like to be live. can you Can you tell me what it's like to finally see it happen in person and what you yeah. hope to expect next <laughs> week? i
2: i I feel like I feel so deeply honored and inspired with each one of these, every rehearsal we have in preparation is just so moving so Mm -hmm. I mean just to see Terry and Bernard begin to create a duet um, which is it's really a duet and and then and then there's another dance that uh, this guy Daniel is narrating he just got out recently as well and but he's narrating this man Landon's dance who's I think he's still inside. Yeah. And 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 he said, "Oh, this is my friend's. This is actually my friend's dance. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm speaking the words that my friend wrote that can't be here to re- to do that. Right. I mean, it's just every day, every expe- every rehearsal, every time we gather. There's just um, continual learning and joy and energy. It's a really kind of a really joyous project, and, and it's, it's also really moving. I'm mm-hmm. continually." um crying actually <laughs> <laughs> like continually in love and crying we're okay. all like in love and crying
4: like a good happy yes. cry yeah yeah i just, agree yes
2: and we're <laughs> just moved by each other uh-huh. that this is possible it's possible to continue it feels like um it's like being in the wake of a boat mm-hmm. and it's just kind of pulling us along and it just gets bigger and bigger and more expansive to include to include this being here with you and to yes. include mm-hmm. um to include artists who are getting out who are visual artists who are like i can i do my dance as a painting it's like oh. you better you know yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. how beautiful and so it just keeps going in the wake of the work amazing yeah.
4: and um terry i remember i was talking to you outside that you have you know a history with theater um what's it like to be doing something like this and you know something that kind of echoes the stuff that you were around a lot before
3: yeah i I was sharing with them outside we were talking a little bit like you know as a kid my mother um uh, she was part of uh, the teatro de la gente from san jose california which is still actually there so uh they they still perform they still do it so as a child in the 70s at the theater from the morning till the night practicing it was kind of like all right a lot of times i would escape and just roam san jose because i'm actually from san jose california so it's down there downtown Uh, and um so it was kind of great at the time you you learn to forget about those things that that are that root you into what 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 it is on a way like i had shared with you when 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 i was a was able to take sushi's class uh, for the pitzer class in in college and uh, being incarcerated i was like hesitant at first because obviously you know you're having 15 other students from the streets come into the prison and it's another 15 incarcerated individuals that are participating in the class together so you have a lot of apprehension you're like sticking that you know they have these these the age, the the ages of these students are, are young students, and there's a lot of young kids that are in prison as well. So it's like you have females that come in, so you, it's a very it's a very tense, and and mind uh, joggling event to think. Okay, and you got all these officers around watching in a way. But it's like once you got in there, it was like so amazing because all the things that you that we learn inside like you're not allowed to be yourself so you see a lot of these guys shed their outsort their their being told their their gangster their total cholo biz or whatever they want to call it right the rules and regulations of the things and it's unfortunate because inside obviously there's color lines as well so everything is kind of segregated still and that's what's unfortunate but it's kind of a uh, in the lower programming yards they tend to uh now starting to program like seeing it so this was an enlightening movement when she came in there because it's like the energy was just awesome you know and i i would say the 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 students that you brought in they were like enlightening so it was just like a a really light really fun we were able to escape for that what was it it always two hours two or three hours that we had dinner for and uh it was great so, well, i loved it so i thought it was just the most amazing cool thing and it's almost like we all that was our time to come and escape with you guys mm-hmm. dance shake whatever people that had no rhythm at the same time <laughs> they're still out there trying so it was great and um, yeah. i loved it and uh yeah. and the be continue so when it ended abruptly it was it was heartbreaking like oh my mm-hmm. goodness that was my escape once a week like I get to go out there and mm-hmm. dance and act a fool yeah so this old man at 51, yeah, I still act full <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. So, uh, it was, uh, it was nice. It was nice to, to, to see that. So, uh, for them to come in and then met sushi. And then it was almost like, oh, we fell in love with her. Everybody loves her. She's a mom. She's awesome. She's my, I told her she's my favorite professor <laughs> <laughs> still. And that's true. Truth oh, be told. There
4: you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. Amazing. And, um, I uh to give a little bit of like background like what I'm doing um and I think I told Suchi about this as well and I think I was too. Um I'm working on my thesis about like dance as a tool for abolition and part of it is about how movement itself can be a liberating experience. Um can you talk about how movement has been liberating in this project? And uh, yeah.
2: I think um this just exactly what Terry is addressing about this the this way that both the dance creates community and it breaks it breaks uh distance and boundaries it breaks chains it breaks li- whether they're literal or just uh just in your mind somehow so there's something about that i i also really think that when you're when you are dancing and creating and um, yeah, creating things, you're imagining, you're constantly imagining, you're working, you're imagining, you're dreaming, mm-hmm. you're imagining how you can do what that person is doing, you're imagining how you can lift them, how you can hold them, how you can make with, make work with them and create with them, and I think that that is the same, sort of you're talking about abolition, abolition work and the idea of changing society so that we have, How do we imagine a society that does not resolve problems by locking people up and that does not, and that imagines taking care of people before any of that happens? Imagines people having the education that they couldn't get, (laughs) that now they can only maybe get after. Um, But how can people, how can we imagine communities that are full of education and parks and good food and fresh food and Mm -hmm. art and healthcare mental healthcare physical healthcare all the things that certain communities within our society have all the time so i think that the to dream and to imagine is the same is the same vision that it takes as we begin to make work you know you we're imagining how will i write a dance inside it's the same tool that says how can i change the society how will i or how will i make society the way we way we need it to be so that we aren't locking people up, we're living together, we're creating together, we're building together.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. And um, you mentioned it a little bit, but can you take us through like, what happens in one of your classes and how do you <laughs> get move or create movement along the way?
2: Yeah, I don't think that, I think, uh, people have said this, you know, people aren't used to dancing. Everybody's used to dancing. Yeah. Dancing is what we do, it's what we <laughs> yeah. do. It's like, you know, we all love hearing music. Whether we're dancing in our living room or in our in our cab if we're a truck driver like Terry, or if we're, <laughs> you know, or if we're at a quinceanera or we're, we're at a party or a wedding or with our family at dinner, you know, after dinner, we're we dance. So it isn't that hard to of a stretch to imagine, you know, gathering a bunch of bunch of folks inside of a prison gym and turning on some cool <laughs> music, <laughs> and and everybody. You know, it's not like everybody stands there. everybody's like, Yes, there's music. Let's dance. Mm-hmm. And that is really at the core of what it all is about, um, I think. The the idea you know that-
3: is that we had a couple like three people that were hesitant that didn't want to at first. <laughs> but I mean, through the time without with time when they kinda recognize, mm-hmm. hey, we're not nobody's laughing at nobody. Everybody's there just having letting go, foot foot free, just fancy and happy, and just It works. So, and that right there is breaking barriers. Like you're saying, it's like okay, you can imagine that you can just get back to being a kid, like when you just don't care, like you just shake it or just move it, and just like you said, just evolving. So that was. So, I think there might have been three people that (laughs) went participating.
2: Yeah, COVID shut us down. We would have gotten them. (laughs) (laughs) God. Yeah, I know who those three guys are. (laughs) But um, another thing that we all agreed on every time was that what happened in the gym stayed in the gym so that it wasn't like... Because we actually had, before COVID, I mean, we we had contact. We were lifting... People were lifting each other and all sorts of things. And in the prison, the idea that... uh, What Terry was talking about with the divisions and and, um, with... The way the pr- the system divides people according to race, and you can, I'm sure, <laughs> talk about that. But the fact that we we were we weren't lifting. Okay, okay, black folk are gonna lift, and what you know, right, right. It was yeah. like mixed. Everybody up. had to come We down, just yeah. counted off and mixed up groups. we lifting. We're actually holding each other and supporting each other in this in the air, mm-hmm. which meant all of that was gone. I don't know what that was like for for you all,
3: well, I mean, yeah, exactly what you said. So it's almost like breaking barriers, taking down walls. You had some people that are apprehensive, I and mean, we had a couple of people in there that, are, that were uh, taking the class because it was part of a credit, and they were just trying to get time cut off, for example. But in the same token, they lived a separate life outside of that gym of two hours. They had to go back to reality, and the reality of it is that there are divisions and racial lines and lines that you can't cross things that you cannot do that you can do out here you're not allowed to um there's lots of things i mean we all hear it from all the movies but it's a reality in there so um and that's what's a shame about it but what i would say is during those times a lot of that got shed and threw out the door. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what, "What? how you made it a point, what happens here stays here. So everybody kind of felt like, hey, me dancing, acting silly, me working with everybody, me helping another race, lift up people, dancing together, you know, and mixing things that we weren't allowed to do actually were actually happening, and it's kind of like, all right, we did our dirty deed, and we won't say it outside. <laughs> <laughs>
2: dirty deed of taking care of, of people. Dancing,
3: yeah, of dancing <laughs> and having fun, like just letting mm. your hair down. So it was great. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. But I believe that uh, it opened the eyes of some, a lot of people. Mm. I mean, it's got to. You got to. You have to. learn taught, behavior. You know, it's like, and like you said dances across the world everybody regardless of what genre of music you're listening to it's just like it starts you start shaking you start moving like you involuntary twitches you want to start Today, <laughs> tap you know. dancing you want to start yeah. break dancing side side, rooombo, whatever you want right so
2: it was beautiful it's a beautiful it was, it space was. yeah it was. yeah it there's was. you know if we're we're kind of working we want to have liberation outside and all that but yeah we had a certain liberation inside together, which is like those two territories that are parallel to each other. Mm -hmm. And it was beautiful. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. It it isn't, um, it isn't about any one person. It's about the community that was created inside. And um, it's a a beautiful thing to build community wherever we are in a prison is a powerful place to build community because it's such a place where... Like you said, Terry, community is not um, put at the forefront. No.
1: <laughs> That's all for this week's episode. Tune in next Friday for more Match Volume and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Annenberg Media.
0: This show is a production of Annenberg Media and is produced by L Davidson. See you next week.